0: Welcome to episode 26 of Constructing Comics, a comic co- podcast building comic stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we're going to discuss Batman 67 from the Rebirth Run with a cover date of May 2019. This is your spoiler alert for Batman 67 and all Batman issues of the Rebirth Run. So if you don't want to be spoiled, pause the po- podcast and come back after you've read the comics. Batman 67. Part 5 of the Nightmares arc is called All the Way Down. The credits are Tom King writer, Jorge Fornes and Lee Weeks on art. Your colorist is Laverne Kurzinski and your letterer is Caton Klaus. And we have a Lee Weeks cover and there's also a variant cover by Dave Johnson. This is Matt and I'm joined by Noah. Hey there. Um, Hey, Noah, why don't you go ahead and lead us off with some of your initial thoughts, and then we'll do a deep dive into the issue and some of the uh, page design.
1: Well, I I love a good joke, and especially when the joke is a reference to something in pop culture. And then when a whole 21-page comic takes its time to be that joke that references something in pop culture, it automatically gets on my like one of my favorite comics of all time list. So, this one meets all that criteria. It's a hilarious joke, but also an awesome action sequence leading up to the punchline of a joke. And it's just, I don't know. It's something that, like, it's like, okay, this is good writing. It's good art. uh, It's just a good comic. it's, It's easy to read. It's something that people can revisit really fast. I know these sometimes people are, excuse me, sometimes people are split on these issues because, like, you know, a lot of it falls on the artist, not so much on the writer. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know, this one, it kind of makes it all the more brilliant that like this whole action sequence is basically leading to one of the greatest puns by a character that we know is great at making them. And, uh, it's just, yeah, it's a great punchline. It's a great joke, great setup, uh, great artwork by Lee Weeks and, um, Jorge For- Fornes and, uh, great colors. It's just so well done. Letters are amazing. Uh, Again, another one of those things where it's like uh, it really lets Clayton Cowles do what he's good at, which is incorporating his letters into the composition of the pages. Yeah, so it's it's a great issue. I really think it's great.
0: Okay, so uh, up first here we have a we have sort of a flashback uh, to issue sixty six, um, uh, just to sort of talk about where we were to this point. So Batman for these last couple of issues has been in, uh, sort of a dream state, uh, scape where he's, he's facing different issues. Um, so this is some, uh, this is some of Jorge's art from, from 66, um, where, uh, uh, Catwoman is, is talking. Um, and, and she, uh, the, the last, uh, panel here where she says, uh, he is, so he's trapped, he's Batman, he'll escape. Um, so that was, that was some, some key dialogue there. I mean, I think we all figured Batman would, would escape from, from this, uh, dreamscape, but, uh, I'm not sure. Have you had a chance to, to read, uh, up to 66 or did you just jump in at 67?
1: I, I, yeah, I just jumped in at 67. I read one of the first parts, the one with, uh, Mitch Jarrods mm-hmm. and, uh, well, that, that, I read that first one. And, um, so I kind of got the gist of what was going on from that one. And I like that issue a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm liking this, this new arc, which takes, I think it's sort of a uh, smart on Tom <laughs> King's part to sort of lighten his load, you know, yeah. um, because he's writing uh, heroes in crisis and, uh, his other books and, uh, so like, it's, it's pretty brilliant to do this sort of stuff. Just give it to the artists to let them do what they want to do with this stuff. And just sort of maybe almost have some more Marvel method, method stuff. It seems like. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm all for this. I really like what they're doing here. I'm interested to go back and catch up.
0: Yeah. And I think uh, the, the, the having this sort of like almost one-off issues where it's a, it's a dream uh, that gives you a chance to, to vary the storytelling bring different artists in. Um, and if you were dreaming, you know, the, the visuals would change. Uh, so that, that's a, that's a cool sort of aspect that you can add to the to the comic storytelling.
1: Yeah. I really like that. I like, uh, I like drawing your eye. I like it when it's smart, how they draw your eye to the fact that this is a comic that you're reading, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I like that. Like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not too meta, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's a good sort of, uh, maybe fourth wall break.
0: Okay. So um, what we have up here is, um, and for those uh, listening, we we're we're doing an experiment with some of our uh, video uh, and presentations here, but we have the, we have the cover, we have the, the lead weeks cover um, and it's, you know, it's very dark and it, you know, it says all the way down. And I think even on the cover here, we get a preview of how the, how the action is going to, is going to flow through, through the issue. So I thought that was a pretty cool design element that we have here. Yeah, it makes
1: the cover a part of the whole story. I like that a lot. I also like the lettering of the title, how it's bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, normally when you have a comic title, the, the, the title of the exact issue is normally hidden somewhere yeah. and not, normally not as big as the title, title card. But here mm-hmm. it almost is as big as the Batman title. Um, which I really like and it's sort of more like a a poster than anything
0: yeah yeah, I really like that and there's a there's a silhouette of the the city line um in the the lettering that says all the way down um which we'll we'll see later um so now we're going to take a look at the, the the variant cover that was done by Dave Johnson um and here I've included his uh his tweet where he shows about how how he got the 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 photo reference uh for for this um so again we have a we have a theme of uh downward as we have batman up on a port port or perch looking down at the city so i thought that was another another cool way to tie in the 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 variant cover to the theme
1: yeah i like that i like that there's a, a seems to be a connection between the variants normally there's not
0: yeah. All right. So we're going to get into the issue. Um, we've already talked about the the credits, but uh, here are the, the credits again. And this is a pretty, pretty all-star team of, of comic creators. Um, no secret here um, on the Constructing Comics podcast. We've, we've sung the praises of, of these individuals uh, before. So
1: yeah, not Jorge Fornes before, but I think his, his styles um, after reading this issue is sort of becoming one of my new artists to look out for. Uh, I mean, not that it's just more me, not like, Oh, wow, everybody should know this because I'm, I don't, I'm not very familiar with him. So now he is sort of one of those artists that I'm going to look forward to looking into more of.
0: Yeah. I think uh, if, if I'm reading Tom King's Twitter correctly, I think he's going to be more of a part of the, uh, the Batman stable of, of artists. uh, Uh, going forward, which, which would be pretty good. Pretty great. Yeah. Get some new, new Batman artists in this run. Yeah. And he, uh, he fits in, he fits in with the style very well. Um, I mean, you always like a variation in style, but also at the same time you don't want anything that's, that's, that's too jarring.
1: Yeah. He, him and Lee Weeks seem to mesh really well in this issue.
0: Yeah. I, uh, uh, I have a hard time, telling which uh which pages might be uh might be who's here so that's when you have two artists that's that's a pretty uh pretty good accomplishment so
1: yeah the story doesn't is never jarring it's it keeps the momentum going through the whole thing yeah
0: which is impressive mhm so here we go on page 1 um where we have uh we have the title page um and we see that uh we see that large tower that's uh, silhouetted in the uh, the The lettering on the, first, uh, the on the cover that says all the way down, um, and the the down theme where we're we're introduced to it uh, right away. Here um, we have Batman and this character standing on top of the building, and then we have uh, we have four panels uh, to the lower to the lower right, and they they continue the the downward action. Um, so, no, why not you uh, why don't you do the breakdown here? Uh,
1: I like, uh, you know, again, just sort of starting the momentum down, but there are these great beats that they repeat throughout the story. You -hmm. know, Um, there are these moments where they just sort of stop and stare at each other. And it sort of has this, it adds to the rhythmic quality that Tom, that's sort of where I I do think Tom King had a lot to do with this issue, maybe because there is this rhythm to it. And so there are all these like quiet beats and then there's this explosion of noise and that's when the action kicks off um and then like it just goes from there
0: yeah i would guess that even though that this is for the most part a uh, a silent issue i would have to believe that his script was probably fairly detailed um you know uh telling him like you know who was there what they were doing um and sort of giving general directions and then letting the artists sort of uh uh play with those a little bit so um as we said, this, this uh, does the downward action. Um, we have Batman in the first panel looking at this character and he's looking down. Um, second, second panel, the character is also looking down. Third and fourth panel, um, we, we, we get Batman looking at the character and the, the, the sight lines continue. And I think what's really great here is, uh, is this very last panel. Um, the, this character is right on the edge of the building. Um, and he's standing straight, but his, his trench coat is is blowing in the wind and sort of the direction that we get from, from that trench coat. It's, it's leading our eye, um, to that bottom corner of the page, which when you do turn that page to to page two, um, we continue with, with that action where we see the, this character's feet, um, as he sort of falls backwards off the, off the building. Um, why don't you go ahead and um, chime in here with uh, some of your thoughts on the design?
1: Um, yeah, this this again also sets up the the down and to the left momentum of the story, mm-hmm. uh, the action sequence, and uh, also the um, how the the how your eye moves throughout every page is always down into the I guess down into the right, not down and to the left, but from left to right. Yeah, down to the right. So it's yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, you just you, there's there's simple lines here uh very straight very uh but at the same time very dynamic it's never one of those things where it's just uh straight on uh storybook quality it's 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 got some dynamic angles to it like a good comic book should
0: yeah in the second panel here um batman's batman's mask the his nose um almost acts as uh, as a an arrow pointing you um to the third panel as yeah, the char- can- as the character falls.
1: Yeah. You definitely follow the eye line, uh, down to his, to the next, to the, we find out to be the Joker basically. Yes. Um, but yeah, then the, the design of the mask also spoiler alert, read the issue. It doesn't take long. So the, uh, the, the mask, uh, the Joker's mask, which is really great. And it's really got these great folds on it. Um, I love how, uh, this looks like a Lee Weeks page. I love how he draws folds. And, uh, the folds act as sort of the guiding lines to the next panel. And, uh, subsequently Batman's cape acts as the guiding line down to, uh, the figures, um, at the, on the edge of the building.
0: Yeah. And, um, these, this bottom set of three panels, uh, if you look like Batman's hands, the, the fist and the open hand, they almost are a, a direct line to the, where the line is, is snapping. Um, and from the where the line is snapping in the second of those three panels to the feet, that's almost a, a direct line. And we we follow the uh, we follow the shape of the body of of the of the Joker um, as he's swinging. And he's almost in that last panel. He's almost uh, representing swinging off the page. I also like how
1: um, the artist here controls the pace of the page by how he crowds each panel. Because your mm-hmm. eye spends more time on a panel that has more detail in it, right? So yeah. Batman fills up the the, the... the It's basically four panels within a splash page. And the splash page is very detailed with a very detailed cityscape. But then these four panels, the first two panels of the close-ups on Batman's face and then the Joker's face take up most of the panels so there's not a lot of negative space.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: then the negative space becomes more and more present so it speeds up. And basically to this explosion with the beep, beep. And it's sort of, again it's a roadrunner joke. Not to spoil it, but that's hilarious. It's a roadrunner joke that he says beep beep. And then it just explodes like a roadrunner cartoon would. Yeah. Uh, but it, the the backgrounds drop out because then your eye starts to move quickly faster through the panel. So it starts to speed up. Like, you know, you're basically revving your engine until like you take off. So it's, it's great. It's great. Uh, great composition there. And I also love, um, I, I want to draw some attention to, uh, uh, Laverne could, uh, Kinzerski, I think is the color is the, the colorist. Yeah. And, uh, uh, whenever is it, is it a he or a him, a she? Uh, uh,
0: I the- I think it's, I think I'm pretty sure it's, 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 a, it's a him to him. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, whenever I meet him, I'll, I'll ask him how to pronounce his name, but <laughs> for now I love the colors on this. Yeah. He, he does a good job of sort of following Brightweiser's colors on Weeks. Mm -hmm. with having these very like thick brush strokes but at the same time i like how he has them very thick in the background of the the cityscape with the clouds and then again though he goes to a softer brush and a more blended brush sort of background style very more like he goes from like wash like acrylic wash brushes in the background of the first ones and then to like a watercolor like very blended into the background and it's sort of Again, sort of adds this great atmosphere, but at the same time doesn't cl- crowd the page. Like if he had used a thicker brush to color, um, like he did in the the background of the cityscape.
0: Yeah, and just while we're we're still on this page, and you you brought up the the, the pacing, um, the the top section of of four panels. Um, you know, we have the three smaller panels, um, which are our quicker pacing, but that third panel, which is bigger, and sort of like. Inset on the second and fourth panel, you almost you almost feel like that character is uh, you know very cinematically like when you when you watch a movie like when somebody jumps or falls they sort of like have that moment where they where they hang for a bit before sort of gravity fully takes them over so you you get that feeling yeah you get that feeling there like it's it's that that moment of like sort of free fall before the the descent really uh, takes off.
1: Yeah, it's the coyote running over a cliff and not stopping, basically. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's, that's the, uh, and not stop, like, yeah, and stopping and then falling. That's sort of what the pace is like. It's a lot like a, you don't get it at first, but then, like, when you get to the end, you're like, oh, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, then that makes rereading this so much more fun is getting all the subtle, subtle nods to Looney Tunes cartoons in here. It looks almost like, okay, we're on page two now, right? Um, yes. Okay, so we're on page two now where we see the Joker falling off the building and Batman act looking in shock as he falls and catches in on one of the lines. Uh, And um, it looks like uh, the colorist maybe colored the background here, which I really like. Again, it's sort of, that's sort of like, it looks like the colorist added in this great uh, downward shot of the buildings on panel three. Mm -hmm. And I like that, uh, that again, just sort of like more detail makes you freeze on that image a little more. And then you get the group, like him grabbing onto the wire in the next panel, which I really like as well. Yeah. Um, I like how um, also on that page, you can see sort of how the lines interlap with other lines, As you can see like the sleeve, on the sleeve, um, on the, sleeve it, the, the lines from the fold sort of overlap on one of the wires in front of the the sleeve mm-hmm. and that's sort of like and a, a, I would normally complain about that but there's this sort of loose energetic style throughout this issue where it's very uh it's very sketchy and almost unfinished and uh Lee Weeks is normally like that but I mean like in a good way not like in a bad way but that's sort of his style it's very energetic his lines normally have a lot of weight to them a lot of texture and I like that about this as well because this is a, a very action packed issue when we've seen Lee Weeks do this with Batman before is like the last time we saw him do this was like the annual and then intermittently throughout the cold days, three issues. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's great to see a whole issue of just this sort of very energetic line work um, from Lee Weeks and Fourness. that this is just, it's very sketchy. It's very loose. um, It's, it's just, it it keeps the energy of the issue moving along.
0: Yeah. And just uh just a thought that occurred to me, and I probably missed this on on first reading. I wonder if uh the the choice to have the hat and the gloves be purple was uh should have been a should have been a tip to us on who was underneath the mask
1: yeah, I think it is uh, yeah that that was something I caught on on the first page was looking at the close up of the the purple gloves and the purple hat I was thinking oh wow that's a, that's totally a nod to this is this being the joker. Yeah. Um I also think it's a Roadrunner thing though, too. His colors are, are all Roadrunner colors. It's like the blue and the purple colors. Yeah. So it's 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 definitely just twofold. It's Roadrunner and it's the Joker.
0: Yeah. Um and before we leave this page, this very last panel, um on the uh on this page, page two, um, I like how the character, um, the Joker, uh, in disguise he's almost like, uh, he's, he's swinging, but he's almost like swinging into that panel because yeah. he's, he's, he's breaking the panel border and the panel is, is smaller than he is. So it's almost like he's, he's entering that panel, which is, which is very cool design.
1: I also like how it's maybe one of the only times where someone moves sort of up in this issue mm-hmm. and you get to feel the swinging motion from that. Because it's you go down, you follow Joker down on this page, and then up into the next page. So it's almost like a swinging motion, like an arc. Yeah, uh, like like of somebody swinging and then through the window into the next page.
0: Yeah. So I've just brought up since since we've transitioned, I've just brought up page three, and like you said, um, the the swinging action from page two um, takes us back up to the to the top panel on on page three where the Joker crashes through this bedroom and lands, um, this is a three, this is a three page panel, um, all relatively, all relatively the same size. So the, the pacing is very much, uh, you know, the, the same like beats, like one, two, three. Um, but why yeah. don't you go ahead and, uh, do a little bit of a deeper dive on this page. Yeah. I wouldn't say that they're the, they're the same pace because the, the first two
1: pages have more of a, you, have, you spend more time on those than you would on the last page. But at the same time, actually, you know what? I agree with you, yeah. Because the detail on the second panel kind of drops out. You don't see as much detail as the first and the third panel. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there's, there's quite a bit of negative space in the third panel, where you have, you have more. But at the same time, you hold a lot on that last that last stage. It reminds me of, again, you haven't seen the new Mission Impossible. No. Uh, but there's a, great, there's, the, there's a great foot chase scene that's like this in there. And um, how they do scenes like this is actually, they have great editing with like jumping across rooftops and stuff like that. But there's these parts where the score is sunk up so well, that's synced up, I guess, so well with the, with the, with the action that like, um, there's like all these layers of these drums, there's these strings, but there's this chorus that sings in the background, it's just very ambient. And everything will drop out except for the, the, the chorus group when they're jumping. And that's sort of what comes to mind when I think of, when I look at this last panel of Batman is just that chorus, like just holding on that. But it also reminds me of another movie that I know we have talked about and that's born ultimatum. Yeah. Uh, Like that foot chase scene where it slows down when like, uh, like, you know, when uh, Jason Bourne is jumping in through the window and stuff like that, that's sort of, that's sort of like, this is almost like the comic equality of that, of that scene, you know? it's got that uh it's got that pacing to it where it's like you hold really long on this last jump scene, at least that's how I feel from it. And I think yeah. part of that is because of the the sound effects in the first two panels mm-hmm. establishing a pattern you know like the crash, the foam landing, and then silent and that yeah. sort of makes it that breaks the rhythm a little bit and I like that and that even goes with like the it's it's four panels in a row if you go back to page two. Because there's the snap of the line, mm-hmm. the whoosh of the Joker swinging, the crash of the window, the foomp of the landing, and then a silent panel of just Batman jumping. And it sort of makes you hold longer on that because it breaks it breaks the pattern.
0: Yeah. Um, and I was actually, when we had this page up, I had a, I, earlier I said I felt like it was a one, two, three pacing. Yeah. But now I almost feel like one is, panel one is very fast, you know, you, yeah. chaotic. Yeah. Um, but, with the background dropping off on two, I almost feel like that gives us like more of a pause, like maybe like a, yeah. more of like a half second pause as like the joker has has hit the ground and he 's just taken a moment to sort of gain his balance and figure out where where he's where he 's going next. Um, so yeah. I feel like maybe one is very fast, two is. Two is very, uh, not very so, but two slows down a little bit. And and three, you sort of, you pause on as you sort of cinematically seeing Batman um, uh, soar through the sky.
1: Yeah. Another funny story about this page. The first panel has a husband and wife in bed reading Mm -hmm. as Joker crashes through the window. Well, first time I read this, I was in bed with my wife. (laughs) So it was like, it was sort of like, I leaned over to Rebecca and I was like, hey, dig this and uh
0: yeah so. so um so let's just do a little bit on the uh the the sight lines here um so on the first panel, um the joker is pretty much lo- moving um uh left to right very quickly, um and then he pauses and in from two to three um the joker's looking he's kind of looking back, but uh not directly at Batman, but he is looking his sight line is looking at Batman in panel three, yeah. um, which is cool. And then uh, the, the third panel as Batman soars through the sky, uh, he is, he's going right at that broken window. Um, and his foot is, his lead foot is pointed directly at that window. The window is open, uh, or not open though. It's, it's, it's broken open. And it's, again, bottom right, end of the page and we almost feel like we're with batman as we're as we're turning the page We're we're going we're going through that window and then there are the lines framing
1: batman in that image but also leading your eye down there's one line that is like directly leading your eye down to that window but there's a there's a great design rule here and sean murphy uses it a lot and that's the 70 30 rule so, like, you know, if if something is 70% ba- black, you focus on that 30% that's white, and okay. you kind of go the same thing here, you know, where it's like, if uh, if 70% of the windows are broken, you're going to focus, uh, or 70% of the windows are not broken, you're going to focus on that 30% that isn't broken, or that is broken, I mean. So, that's sort of the design, sort of... Uh, Thing here too with the window being broken there are a lot of things drawing your eye to it so that you can follow it quickly but even if those lines weren't there our eyes would automatically be drawn to that window that's broken because it, it breaks the pattern
0: yeah what's and going those, on. those uh, the 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 phone lines that are the bottom third of the page uh, yeah or the panel i should say they they also are good uh sight lines well this this book has to be
1: it has to move fast. So Mm -hmm. there has to be a lot drawing your eye to what's supposed to go next so that you can read this fast. Because it's a chase scene, you wanna keep that momentum going. Mm -hmm. So it's great to take a a longer look at each page to realize how much is going on here. You know, there are the sight lines, but there's so much else guiding your eye around because they do not wanna break the momentum of this chase scene. Yeah
0: okay so we're gonna skip a few pages ahead because I don't want to do a page for page uh, breakdown because anybody yeah. who wants to experience this this comic for themselves should should do it in comic form but we're gonna oh, ju- definitely we're gonna jump ahead to page 15 um, which is where um, the joker has crashed into uh, into a bar um, and this this is a nod to the um, King and Weeks, uh, Elmer Fudd crossover that they they had done a while ago. Um, so why don't you uh, why don't you lead us off with an in depth uh, breakdown of this page? Um,
1: yeah, I, I really need to go back and read that Lee Weeks and Elmer Fudd and Batman uh, book. I, I've always been meaning to. I've only heard good things about it. Um, I like how this again where we're talking about just this momentum that's been going, and there are moments where you pause longer on the panels, but this is the moment where you realize what dialogue does for a comic. Mm-hmm. And that we've not seen any dialogue yet this issue. Yeah. And so we really slow down right here to read this dialogue. Again, it's all about patterns, breaking the patterns to slow your eye down, you know? Mm-hmm. And we've been going to this momentum and this crash through into the bar. It's great to see this, like this dialogue is almost like a breath of fresh air for something that's been so intense up to this point. Mm -hmm. These next two pages where you actually get to see some dialogue really slows you down. It doesn't, it brings it to a screeching halt as well, which again is very Looney Tunes Mm because things get brought to a screeching halt a lot in Looney Tunes cartoons. But it's also great to see that the action keeps moving, just not as fast throughout these panels as well. So the, the dialogue is sparse so that there's still a momentum going. It's just not as fast as it has been going, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's, there's, there's this little bit of dialogue enough to slow you down. It's more like background noise than it is actual dialogue. But it slows you down enough to feel like the impact of the landing that the Joker just made onto the bar. Like you can tell like it, it's gonna take a while for him to get up and get back up again. And this page is sort of a great like break point, like slow down and then pick up again um but after this actually the the book slows down quite a bit
0: yeah um so before we move off this page uh again we we do the downward um left to right action really really great um the the elmer fudd character his his eyes are always in uh in sight line of the joker who's who's landed on the bar um and the you know, panel two, the Joker sort of gathering himself three, he's, he's coming off the bar and, and then four, he's, he's running away and he's actually, you know, the first third of his body is uh, exiting the, the, the panel um, again at the bottom of the page. So, um, you know, we almost feel as we turn the page, you know, he's, he's gone, which we will find out on the, on the next page that he is gone
1: yeah yeah the the porky pig character he's pretty great you can follow his eyes it's interesting that it doesn't always just move left to right which is pretty nice as well so there's the down to the right looking yeah. at the joker and then you follow the joker's form back to porky mm-hmm. and he's looking down to the right again So there's this great um earlier in the the issue and i won't i won't go into it too deep there was another composition like this where the joker was chasing uh sorry Batman was chasing the joker down this uh the fire escape, and mm-hmm. there's this zigzag downwards uh composition, yeah. and this almost follows that exactly the this downward zigzag and um it's pretty great
0: yeah. and, and
1: then it leads you right off the page
0: yeah, and I should issue a correction there. I said Elmer Fudd, but you are completely correct this is the porky pig character. Oh, I'm sorry. I
1: didn't know that you said
0: no. No, that that was oh, a, yeah, okay. A, that was a mistake on my part, and I just wanted to shame on you.
1: There's I just be wanted so to many isu- comments.
0: Issue a correction there before things yeah uh, things got out of hand. Okay, so what we're gonna do now is we are actually going to jump to the final page. Um, the the page prior to this uh, was a uh, was the reveal of who was under the mask, um, but we're going to we're going to look at the the, the final page here um, as uh, Batman sort of looks at the Joker. Um, this is uh, pretty much um, of all of the six panels. This is pretty much again um, left to right. Uh, up to down motion, um, Batman's nose and his mask really, uh, point to that. The, the second panel is, uh, there's no characters on it. It's dia- it's, it's dialogue or narration. Um, but the, the, uh, the boxes are in a downward motion, which, um, sort of reinforces that these two characters have been sinking through, through the water. So why don't you, why don't you weigh in here on this final page?
1: Again, it really slows down right here. And I think this is important after it's interesting. I thought they would have just ended after the reveal that this is the Joker, Mm -hmm. but for the, the annoyance and the emotion of Batman realizing what he just did, it's pretty great to slow it down. And for Batman basically to just like, you can hear like the, like in the background here, like that kind of thing. When you realize like the Joker's like, Oh yeah, I just made you chase just so you can play out a Roadrunner joke. Yeah. And um it's you can tell the emotion of Batman just being like, Ugh, right here. And you can feel that emotion by just how slow it is, how it's just sort of one angle, and like the Joker is kinda like, You get it? Huh? With his with his uh expression. Um it's pretty great. I like it. I like how it slows down after the big reveal because in any other comic, you would have that big reveal of the Joker, you know, uh, and the last page was just a full splash page of the Joker's face. And then you'd be like, oh, crap, next issue, you know? Yeah. Uh, but here it's like, that's what I like about this issue. It's a one and done issue. You can really appreciate it for what it is out of continuity. Because like it sort of gets to the end, it's like this book had a beginning, middle, and end, even though it was all an action sequence. It had a place where it started and it had a place where it ended, like a cartoon short, like a Roadrunner short. And it's like it just it stands out as something great. And I think this this page proves that point where it's like, this is one story, you can read this out of continuity and you can appreciate it out of continuity, and it's still good.
0: Yeah, and I I just wanna go a little bit into um as we said, like experiencing this as a comic book, um, Mm -hmm. the, the splash page, um, is, is a left, a left facing page. And before we turn to that final page, um, there's a, there's an ad for, for green lantern, which almost adds like a pause to you before you, 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 you got that, you get that, you get that moment. It's the Joker. The right page, the right-facing page to you is is an ad, so you even you, uh, you your eye won't immediately jump to that to that final page. So by breaking those up, left left page splash add, then a page turn to to get to the to the last page. Um, that's that's uh, that's even more design elements uh, to the book. Well, I'm also afraid too because of like
1: all the bad reviews of this coming out. Yeah, I'm hoping people didn't just shut the book after that splash page because that's what I was almost thinking about. I thought that was the ending. Yeah, and I'm glad I turned the page because, like, normally that's what's different about this issue is that they have the credits at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And normally they'll they'll have at least Batman. They've they've had it in the past before where they haven't had the credits until the ending. Mm-hmm. and then it's like oh yeah that's who drew this or whatever it is and that's how you know where it ends but here it does sort of leave off you know it sort of leaves off like in a very abruptly but if you if you have continue to read it but like you would if you're reading a comic think that's the ending right there with the the splash page of the joker it's like oh yeah of course then we got to pick up the next issue to see where this goes or whatever you know but um I know this is all in a dream, but at the same time, anything with the Joker is automatically a selling point, you know? Yeah. Uh, So I'm really hoping people didn't just like shut the book after that splash page.
0: That's, that's very possible. Um, Yeah. So that's, that's the final page. And I think we've done a pretty decent breakdown. Uh, But I think anytime there's a, anytime there's a silent issue or a mostly silent issue, Um, people are going to want to compare it to something we talked about in episode 16, where we talked about GI Joe 21, the, the silent interlude, interlude, which is probably, um, the, the most famous, uh, silent issue. Um, again, this one is not completely silent. This one's probably what 90%, uh, silent. Um, so how do you think this compares to, um, to, uh, GI Joe 21?
1: It's different. I definitely think, but there's a lot of the same composition, and uh, like we like we talked about in that episode, there's a lot of the same momentum going on, a lot of the same tricks in the artwork, Mm -hmm. where your how your eye moves throughout the page and how limited the detail is in certain spots that makes you hold on on certain panels longer and shorter. Uh, There's a think. I think right here though, it's interesting. Is that both of them thematically make sense why they're that way? Yeah. You know, it makes sense why G.I. Joe, the silent interlude, is silent because it's all about Snake Eyes, who's a quiet man, you know, that kind of thing. This one, it makes sense because it's a roadrunner joke. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, of course it's gonna be silent. It's a giant roadrunner joke. And um, it's brilliant. I think it's really great. Uh, especially after, like, I, I was really afraid after reading. Um, the batman 1000 how sort of simple and uh not as complex or clever the batman uh short by tom king was i was sort of like oh is he kind of going more for more straight on storytelling so i'm very happy that this is the thing that next comes out and it's like oh no he's still you know he's still layering in things um in his comics
0: yeah, and I, so so to compare uh, G.I. Joe 21 in this, um, I feel like this one is uh, faster paced, which yeah. goes with the speeding roadrunner theme. while wow, the G.I. Joe one was fast paced, but there was moments where you sort of, uh, Snake Eyes would slow down, assess the situation, um, and make a move, where this one is just this one is just constant motion forward, which uh and the speed of it is is again more like a Roadrunner cartoon. So um, Yeah. It's definitely faster paced. So and it um and the, the thing about the G.I. Joe thing
1: was is that it, it, it is a thing you can read out of continuity, but it plays to the continuity of the actual comics going on a lot yeah. in there, where it sets up stuff like it does move the the story of the comic along, but it also moves the series as a whole along as well. Whereas this one almost feels like this series is sort of an excuse to tell one-off stories. Yeah. I mean, this, this arc is sort of that, is that excuse.
0: All right. So I think we've done a pretty decent uh, deep dive and review of this. um, Not giving uh, everything away and and still leaving um, the experience of reading this as a comic for folks. Um, But why don't we wrap up with, with our final thoughts? Um, I love it.
1: Um, happy to see, uh, happy to find that someone else agrees that, uh, the road runner is evil <laughs> in this. Cause like, yeah, we all agree. Like, yeah, the, the road runner deserves to die. So <laughs> like, yeah, like this is, I think Tom King, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going on a limb here saying that. I think he agrees with me that, uh, the road runner is evil. Coyote is the good guy. And sadly the, the tragic, uh, the tragic hero of his own story.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought, like, as we've said, it was, it was, it was fast paced. It was action packed. Um, and I'm going to assume that going forward, maybe, uh, uh, we're going to wrap up the, the nightmares arc. Um, and that's probably going to be pretty epic. So it's just sort of, if you were reading this, uh, as a trade, you would sort of like, uh, almost be speeding and rushing to that to that final conclusion which uh which is going to make for for another experience when you're reading it
1: i'm excited to buy this trade i'm uh, i don't i haven't really bought many of the rebirth trades i have a lot of the issues but not any of the trades but i will buy this trade
0: yeah all right so um let's just do a uh Couple of bits of business here. Again, um, I want to let everybody know that the the Why Faith anthology that I'm part of is uh, coming to Indiegogo uh, this month, and when I say this month, I mean uh, April of 2019. And also, um, Noah and I's story, uh, Wherefore Are You, um, will be uh, in the My Kingdom for a uh, My Kingdom for a Panel anthology, which is coming to Kickstarter. Um, this month, uh, April of 2019. Um, I'd like to thank everybody uh, for for tuning in, and if anybody could go on iTunes and give us a rating and review, we'd really appreciate it. Also, if you could give us a follow on social media, um, we're on Twitter. Um, Twitter is at Construct Com Pod. Um, we're on Instagram at Constructing Comics Pod, and we are on Facebook um, at Facebook forward slash constructing comics. And there I will, uh, put some of the, um, slides that we put up that, uh, detail how the, the, the eye is, is led around in this, uh, this issue. So again, thanks to everybody for listening and we'll be back, uh, very soon, um, with a, another episode.